When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The gods appeared on the doorstep of the brats. Unfortunately, the gods do not receive the warm welcome they anticipated. Instead, they got on Kila's bad side. This didn't sit well with Maypri. You're listening to The Broadswords. this episode, we have B. Zelda as Maypri, our lovable tiefling barbarian. I mean, I'm asking this of a god, but do you have any details, any any tips or tricks that I can uh, maybe, you know, use or find her? And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. Maypri... You stand in an alley off one of the main thoroughfares. It's rather a run-down old alley with old brick road. You can tell it doesn't see much use Mm -hmm. anymore. And you stand at a wooden gate. There is a bell pole and a porthole. Uh, I'm not actually familiar with what those items are. Uh, what are they? A bell pull? Yeah. You pull a bell and it rings? Oh, before we had doorbells. Uh, yeah, I mean, curiously, Mipri would like to stretch out a hand, the hand that no longer has the ring, um, and probably the absence of it, the, the stark color between when her hand got some sun and now... Uh, shows up rather distinctly as she reaches out and pulls on that little bell. Nothing happens immediately, but then you can hear steps, almost like bare feet on old cobblestone. And the porthole opens and you see two wizened eyes looking back at you. Yes. Oh, hello. Um, thank you for answering the door. You have a lovely porthole. Uh, I was just wondering if I could come in. I have some, uh, uh, some things that I would like to discuss and maybe apologize for. I think this is the right place. And she's going to look around. There's very little decoration. The only thing that gives you any indication that you might be in the right place is that the bell that you rang has 
a dragon's maw on it. Ah, uh, are you Maypri? Yes. Y- who are you? The porter. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Will you open the door for me? Just one moment, please. And you can hear them retreat. You hear a door further away from you open and shut. And a couple minutes pass before you can hear a faint door open and shut behind it and the pads of feet coming back to the door. There's a creak as the gate opens. It sounds as if it hasn't been opened in a long time. And there is a short old man with gray wisps of hair floating about his temples. You are expected this way. Oh, okay. Thank you. Maypre will follow nervously, kind of shuffling. Maybe a good two, a good foot behind at least. Maybe two feet. Safe distance. This is a well-kept courtyard that you find yourself in. Um, it is swept clean and there are plants bordering the walkway and you walk through this courtyard into a nondescript door into a white plaster building the porter opens the door and you can smell the scent of incense just waft out from the inside. Just go in. Are you going to come inside with me, Porter? That is not my job. Okay, well thank you. You have really lovely flowers, by the way. Thank you. And nervously, she's going to kind of like scoot by the Porter while still uh, eyeing the surroundings and shuffle inside. Inside is dimly lit and it it look it is much bigger inside than it looks from without and you see tall tall probably three stories tall columns that create a walkway up to an altar That altar is probably a good 100 feet away from you. It's significantly far for inside this. Um, The columns that rise up to the ceiling are intricately carved with many different types of dragons. Is there anybody present? No. The first thing that I'm absolutely pulled to are the columns. If I could run my hands along them, do I get any sense of anything? Can I roll to see if they bring up any memories? Or any any knowledge that I might possess of them? Mm, you could give me a religion roll. <laughs> I got you a plus one on religion. Does a 13 tell me what I know? It 
It, this is the Temple of Bahamut. You appear to be in the correct place. They tell a story. That much you can tell. What story it is, you're not sure. Okay. Alright, well, I, I think I'm in the right place. This isn't spooky. I'm doing this for a good reason. This has got to be what helps us. I just have to walk up a lot of stairs and look at her creepy altar. It's fine. Uh, I would like to walk up those long steps that lead toward the altar, please. Yeah, you step up and the altar is plain stone. It's old, much older than this building that it appears to be in. And the carving that is on it is faded and becoming indistinguishable. I'm going to reach out and gently caress the stone altar while mumbling a little bit. Um... I think this is where I'm supposed to go to say, uh, we're very sorry. Uh, we said some unkind things and my friends are just a little misguided. I, I think that given the opportunity, we can show proper deference and respect. You just startled us, you know, coming to our place and, uh, with all your demands and everything, but uh, hello? From a brazier, incense burns and the smoke twirls into the air. More smoke than there was a moment ago. The smoke coalesces into a shape, a human shape. And it's a shape that you're very familiar with, but you haven't seen this shape in a very long time. He is tall and broad-chested, with antlers extending proudly from his head. Huh. So you haven't forgotten. Uh, hello? Um, she's gonna look around nervously like, this is, this is fine, this is normal. Ghost being with these beautiful antlers standing in front of me, yes. I can accept this. Um, hello. I I I haven't forgotten you. Why are why are you here? I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to be rude, but questions. And she might be sweating a little nervously now. Bahamut's busy, and I'm here in his stead. Come. And he outstretches his hand. Um. She's going to try and wipe her sweaty palms off on her hip. Yep, okay, I'll take your hand. The hand feels warm and firm, and it grips yours tightly. Hold on, he says with a wink. And a very familiar and again very old feeling of swirling around happens and you find yourself falling 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 
but you have this firm, warm hand in your own. And it somehow feels safe. Much safer than that long ago plummet from when you were a child. And you sit in a boat on a lake with the stag lord. You hear loons call, crickets chirp from the shore. The water is still. I think the first sound to truly break this stillness is the nervous laughter from me, Pre. Uh, <laughs> this. I have a, a mission right now, Staglord. I mean, this is great and all, but I have to get my friend's rings back. I have to get my. We need power right now. Can you grant that? I already have. But you left. Are you telling me I can secure this power again if I return? You always could. You are up the stag now, Libri. Ha. She'll reach over the boat, kind of run her hand through the water, enjoying that sensation. I I would love to come back to Rational. And if that's what it takes to acquire the strength that I need to acquire the power and the resolve to do what we have to do. It's a lot to ask, but I, I, I think we can do that. Where are you located now? Where Where can we find you? Where can I find you? You just have to call. And I'll come. <laughs> but but what about the power? That's that's also what I need. Give me answers. And she's going to kind of reach out and try to grab both of his, or at least one of his hands and both of hers. I, I need answers. I, I need help. I am so lost right now. I, I've been following my friends doing what I thought was right, but something doesn't feel right anymore, and I don't know how to make it better. Rashomon needs the three of you. Things are not going well. Our people bleed. Our people are hungry. Our people are losing hope. The three of you are symbols of power in Rashomon, and to have you back would give heart to our people. I think there's a moment of silence between the two of them as she really takes his words to heart, breathes deeply this fresh lake air, and really, really tries to process his words. Okay. I mean, I'm not always the one with the most resolve, the most confidence. I just like to do what I think is right, but I've never had so many people rely on me, and Keela and Yularis, beacons of... Don't ever tell them nice things like that. That will go right to their head. Wow. Okay. Okay. 
and she'll nod a little aggressively, shaking the boat a little bit. Okay, I can do this. If, if you promise you'll be on my side, Staglord, I really do think that you're... And she'll gesture at all of him. You, your steadfastness, your, your hardiness, that's really what I need right now. He reaches out a hand, almost as if to caress your cheek, but then he pulls it back. No, that time has passed, hasn't it? I think so. You're right. I'm right. I can do this. Um... Without kind of thinking about where she is, despite the rocking of the boat, she's going to kind of jump to her feet, um, creating more boat chaos. But I'd like to believe that it, it still stabilizes. Okay, this, I can do this. I, Rashomon, that's, if that's where we have to go, I can bring my friends there. We have other reasons to go there, but those aren't the reasons that I want us to be in Rashomon, I... You have been so kind to us. You have granted so much respect and power to the three of us that if we can find a way to return any of it, you know that we would. Yes. We... We understand that sometimes... We're far too enigmatic for our own good. But sometimes, when you live for as long as we do, it's hard to articulate how we see things. That sounds like more God stuff. I'm trying, Mepri. She'll nod again, creating a couple more ripples along the water. Can you... Is it, is it kind of too forward of me to ask if Bahamut could give us our rings back? I mean, I'll ask really nicely. You don't have need for them anymore. She'll glance down at her hand. What, what do you mean? Am I dreaming? No. You are awake. Though... Perhaps you're not quite physically here. I'm no good with all the cryptic stuff, but can I... In, in, in my world, if I close my eyes and... I, I don't have a ring anymore to kind of clasp, but do I have access to those powers? Has Bahamut acknowledged that we want to do... We have the same goals. What Rashomon needs is hope. Not rings that allow you to walk in dreams or find answers to the future or plan or travel. Those were tools to help you on your journey, but that journey's almost come to an end. Still kind of hard to accept, but I, I understand. You need us. Rashomon needs us. We'll be there. We will. Ah, uh, we have a visitor. 
he says as he looks up to the sky. Be here to talk to you about Roll20. Are you ready to start your own game? Roll20 makes it heckin' easy. Their virtual tabletop runs straight from your web browser with a full suite of digital tools that expand pen and paper gameplay. I am playing a game of Burn Bright on Roll20 right now. And let me tell you, there are more than 4 million people that already use Roll20 to run their favorite games. And if you're not playing Burn Bright, what are you even doing? You have beautiful tokens, there are fantastic maps, and just like the character mancer, every way that you go through to set up your game, there is all of the information that you can access from the journal section, handouts, like, ah, it's all so good. If you want to learn more, you can get all of that and more with the free basic account on Roll20.net. I suggest that you uh, you give it a sign up, you know? Sign up now at roll20.net slash start slash broad squad. That is B-R-O-A-D-S-Q-U-A-D. Come on, join the broad squad. B Zelda here with some wonderful reviews uh, via Apple Podcasts made by some absolutely marvelous people. The first review is by RaiRai55, captioned, Broadswords are amazing storytellers. I discovered the Broadswords about two weeks ago and now I'm fully caught up and sad about it. The DM is an incredible storyteller and when the PCs are amazing characters, it really helps the story come to life. I've tried to find another podcast to fill the void between episodes and I can't seem to find anything to compare. They have the perfect blend of seriousness and humor, while other real play podcasts are just constant jokes and laughing, which is too distracting from the story. Broadswords, however, are perfect. Ah! Thank you. Thank you. I'll never not say thank you when somebody wants to call us perfect. Come on now. Uh, we have another review. This one is by Megs B. It is titled, Just So Good. I have no idea how I went this long without knowing about this fabulous podcast. It's just so well made. The story is super interesting. The characters are well made, thought out, and the guests always add a lot of to the story instead of just kind of being a gimmick. Yeah, I appreciate that. Not only is it exciting to support fellow Canadians, but it's a great platform for strong female non-binary voices in the actual play world. Well done, broads. Woof, shout out Megs, thank you. I mean, really, thank you, that's wonderful. Uh, and we have one final review. This is by Mr. Audi. Ah, thank you. It's titled, The Friends You Wish You Had. The broadswords as a whole are phenomenal. I have never done much fantasy tabletop gaming, didn't have the right crew growing up, and this was the podcast I found to start exploring and enjoying D&D. Best choice of the summer.
Every aspect of the show is perfect. The broads as a whole, you can tell, are amazing people. Oh, thanks. The story is immersive by Victoria, and you literally never know what decision the broads are going to make in response. As the title says, these four incredible humans make you feel a part of the adventure, and like you're hanging out with the friends you wish you had. Side note, totally worth the patronage on Patreon for additional content. Oh, thank you. That's a wonderful shout out. Um, but seriously, these are absolutely wonderful reviews. Thank you, everybody, for the kind words. And if you would like, you know, it always helps us. If you want to rate or review our podcast on Apple, that would be wonderful. Till next time. Bye. And there are seven golden canaries fluttering toward you, and one large white light. Perhaps we should go to the shore. And he begins rowing the boat toward a small pier that sticks out among reeds. And upon that pier, when you arrive there, stands an older man with bronze skin in a white tunic and a bald head. Apri, it is good to see you. Oh, wow. I haven't seen you in... What is the proper form of respect? Um, let me bow. And she'll try an awkward, not quite straight back to bow. It's been so long since I've had to do this, you know? It was just yesterday. I didn't bow. <laughs> I don't even think I, I, I touched my head to the floor. I, I deferred to my friends and they... Well, I was raised in churches and places with lots of religious figures, so you know, this is all stuff that you really shouldn't forget, but I have tried to forget it. Um, maybe a curtsy would be better? And she'll tangle up her legs a little bit and try to do an awkward curtsy. Bahamut smiles at you and then looks over your shoulder at the stag lord. The two men nod at each other and the stag lord begins to turn to smoke. Thanks for your mess. Th- thank you, stag lord. It's good seeing you again. We'll see each other more. You hear his voice carry off into the wind. Mipri will center her attention back on Bahamut. Thank you for coming. It means a lot to me. I mean, thank you. I feel honored that you would even, uh, uh, try to, uh, make space in your busy schedule to see me again. I, I feel terrible about what happened, and I, I haven't been able to sleep. I haven't been able to eat. It's been a lot of stress to even think about. Um, we're really sorry. We really are. Sure bow her head. (laughs) You're sorry.
Not so sure about the other two. They are full of anger and fear. I mean, can you blame them? We've had a lot go on, and there's a lot of emotions broiling behind everybody right now, and... I, I think guidance is what we need, and I'm starting to feel the hand of guidance point us in a direction, you know? Hmm. Well, I'm here. I mean... What guidance, what questions do you require? Are you... Do you have time? Okay, hold on. Um, is gonna kind of plop herself, um, and, uh, are we on, like, the... The wooden pier, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, and she'll sit down cross-legged. Okay, um, do we kill that guy, um, that Keela has some feelings about? I don't think murder is good. Not in that, that case, you know, but... She has a lot of feelings behind it, and then she's just gonna kind of launch into a ramble um, that will properly articulate um, the the conflict that Keela is having uh, in regards to Lord Woosley. 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 Thank you. Hmm. So that that is what she has chosen to do. I, I think. But well, murder is not good. And I do not condone it. And I cannot honor her if she pursues that path. Okay. I mean, thank you. That's helpful. What about Yulari's? She wants to set her entire family on fire. Well, okay, maybe that's not exactly what she said, but she also has a lot of rage behind her and she wants to go back to Waterdeep and she wants to get revenge for her entire for for everything but is revenge really the right thing right now and there are people that want our help and they need our assistance and we have been set up as 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 beacons of hope H- how do I deter somebody like that I-, I have no grounds to say that um help that is a path she must walk on her own I'm afraid. All you can do is offer to be a light. Okay. She is full of pride, that one. I think that elicits a grin, for sure. Okay. Well, I'll accept half answers. Thank you, thank you. Um, what about Rashomon? What about the bagpipes? What about the war? What- how can we help? How- what about- uh, what about the betrayer? We have- Going to Rashman is one thing, but then facing the consequences of what we've unleashed is an entirely other. Do we have the strength to do this, Bahamut? How can we have the strength to do that? We're just but three people and a goat. When you go to Rashman, you will not be just three people. You will be a nation. And you're right. You can't simply walk in there become a beacon of hope and hope to win the day if it were that easy none of this would have happened in the first place no it will be work it can be dangerous it could lead to death but there is a way if we can reconcile the queen of dreams and twilight and shadow, the Raven Queen, if we can bring her back 
We can be saved. I mean, that's the best news I've heard. Um, how? <laughs> I mean, I'm asking this of a god, but do you have any details? Any, any tips or tricks that I can, uh, maybe, you know, use or find her? It will require the efforts of all the Hathren together. The use of the bagpipes by your friend Kira, and the use of your strength along with those of the stag. But there is a ritual, a ritual that has not been performed in Aeons. But if we were to successfully complete this ritual, the Raven Queen can attain what she originally sought, and that will negate what happened to the betrayers who became the betrayer. I think, again, there's that wide-eyed moment of Maypri as she stares at the man in front of her, trying to process the weight of the information that he's revealing, the ritual, the hathren, the bagpipes, the strength, all of these tools in conjunction in order to complete this ritual to help the Raven Queen. That's, it's a lot to take in and she blinks after a couple of moments. Okay, that, that we can do. That's tangible. That's, that's well within what we're able to do. Wow, Bahamut, this is really, really lovely news. Um, okay, Hathrin, bagpipes, strength. Got it. Uh, this is... You're giving me hope, you know? I, I really feel like this is something that we're going to be capable of doing. Am I... Am I able to ask one last, one last question of you that I don't know if you can answer? Please. This one takes her a few moments to kind of spit out the words to properly formulate what she has to say. Sitting on that pier, she kind of like twiddles with a leaf on the dock that had fallen there. And then with a deep breath, she looks up into his eyes. Mulholland, dragons. Am I going to lose my home to dragons? If we cannot stop what happens in Rashomon, we could lose this whole realm. She will clench her fist around that small leaf, crushing what of it what of it is left. I can't I can't even lose what I've left. I can't lose my friends. I can't lose the people that I've met along the way. I've worked very hard to get this far, and I'm not about to lose any of it. She's going to stand up from the pier. Is she taller than Bahamut? Yes. (laughs) And uh, square her shoulders with a straight back. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to convince my friends. I might not have the answers you did a wonderful job, thank you. Uh, I don't want to disparage any of that, but I I think that with 
the knowledge that I have and the power that we've gained from the people that we've worked with. And she's going to be nodding, maybe more to herself to convince her of her own words than anything else. I think that we can do this. I think that we can save everybody and everything. We are going to make the right choice. I hope so. You give me hope, Maypri. And here is a gift to your friends. Hilaries will find it most interesting, I think. And materializing in his hands is a black book, thick with age, leather bound. Another team recovered this from an ancient temple, along with rescuing a rather boisterous and questionable tiefling. <laughs> I would be more than happy to take that book, thank you. <laughs> is there anything other than being a lovely black book that's rather thick? Is there any engraving or anything on the front? It's faint and old. Okay. She'll run her hands along the, the cover of the book. I don't think I've ever read a book in my life, but I think thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you for the gift. Give it to you, Larrys. She'll love it. Until we see each other again, Maypri. Thank you. Thank you very much for your help. And now she's gonna um, back to the ground, um, gently touch her forehead to the ground as a sign of the utmost respect. Thank you. One of the golden canaries flies over to him and extends a wing and gives it a little shake and from it falls a golden feather small just no longer than Bahamut's pinky knuckle and he takes it and proffers it to you prone on the ground Tentatively, she will reach her hand up and take the feather. What is this? A door. To Rashomon. Thank you. And she will kind of tuck it in her hair. Where you probably just see like the glitter of the gold through her curls. Goodbye. And... Your surroundings swirl, and you're plummeting downwards, falling, falling. And then you're not. Your feet firmly planted on a stone floor, and you stand before an old stone altar, surrounded by tall columns. The door opens at the far end, and the old porter waits silently. Maypre will slap the altar. Two good palm slaps. Good talk. Thank you. And then she'll go ahead and descend the stairs to the porter with wonderful news, quotation marks, to share with her friends.
Now, let's see how well Maypri can convey all of that information to you, Larrys and Kila. <laughs> and we shall see in next episode. That will be, let me check the calendar here, that will be October 12th, when we will find out how Larrys and Kila receive this news. And will they be upset with Maypri for going behind their backs to speak to Bahamut? See you next time. Hello everyone, it's Tracy here, here to thank some of our new patrons. Sunny, thank you so much. Brooke Chatelaine, thank you very much. Christina McClellan, you are awesome, thank you. Lee, you rock. Thank you so much. Ashley W., you are great and we appreciate you. Thank you. Andy, you are awesome. Thank you so much. And Will Kemplin, you are great. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. If you would like to become a patron and have access to a lot of awesome bonus content like one-shots, broads in space, Victoria's GM notes, doodles from B, you can go to patreon.com slash the broadswords to become a member today. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Bolter create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from the game's community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great Session Zero every week. Much safer than that long, long time ago time. That <laughs> long, long time ago time. <laughs> Theme music by Victoria Rogers. Also by Rogers, The Temple. By Chelsea McGow of Soundstripe.com, Liminal, Ocean Shadows, Onward. And Kevin McLeod of Incomtact.filmmusic.io, Cottages, Ritual. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish.